Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This episode is brought to you by Canada CBD, a great tasting superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. All flavor, no tobacco, and no nicotine pouches are spit free. It comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. It's crafted and manufactured in California, the heart of the cannabis industry. You can find the link to get 20% off in the description of this show. The Pesky Report is sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. Their chef, Michael Best, can cook anything you want with or without being infused with cannabis. Check out some of what they make on their Instagram at High and Happy Catering or call them at 413-785-8999. You'll be happy you did. Pesky Report, a podcast for Red Sox fans. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 132. My name is Brad Chandler. This episode is brought to you by Belly Up Sports Media. With me tonight, we have Annoyed Hogdale and Annoyed Ed. How are we doing, gentlemen, outside of being annoyed? I'm congested as well as annoyed. So uh, that's uh, not not a huge plus. How about about you, Ed? Uh, Joke's on you. I always sound congested. Uh, But... No, I'm, uh, I'm I'm fine. I had a good uh, I had a good weekend. I was up in Vermont. Um, got back yesterday. Had uh, watched watched a whole bunch of baseball. You know, uh, Marcelo Mayer is healthy again, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, is Nathan Mayer Evaldi or is it Meyer? I don't know. It's spelled the same yes. as John Mayer, so I just I'm assumed so, John like, Mayer. I, I'm only questioning it this time because you you kept saying hook last year. Oops. Yeah, oh. so I'm probably wrong. I very well could be. I just. I mean, Ukulele. Ukulele. Oh my lord! I'm not a good litmus test for how these names are actually said. I wouldn't be able to I'm, uh, to do I'm commentary because pre- no one would know who the fuck I was talking about. I'm pretty sure it's Myers, um, but I mean, who am I to fucking say anything? Yeah. So Red Sox fucking lost another series against the American League East, an American League East team, um, which really sucks. 
I called for a sweep, and uh, yeah, we lost three, three of five. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, the Orioles are are, are giving the Sox a hard time. Yeah, and uh, it's really frustrating because, like, the Orioles are definitely better than like they've been in the last two years. Like, that's not debatable. Like, they they've upgraded from bad to fun, but bad. So, you know, that's a pretty big step for their rebuild. Would would you say bad but fun? Either I'd be either one. (laughs) Yeah, you know, either way works. But like it's still like you're the Boston Red Sox. You're trying to be a playoff team. You're theoretically trying to claw your way back into like competing for the division. The Orioles are still a bottom half of the league team. You you can't be losing three out of the five games to the Baltimore Orioles. I no. They just lost. What is what is the season series now? Because they've lost what now five, five of eight. I believe so. Oh my lord! It's just not good enough. Like you just got to play better against the uh, the the bad teams. I I I do have some good news though. I finally got to see uh, the Red Sox win. That was fun. That was That's fun. Huge. Uh, I went to the doubleheader on Saturday, and uh, the first game was really fun. The second game, not so much. Um, I definitely have a shout out for a couple dudes that I, I ended up meeting at uh, at the game Saturday. They they're both Orioles fans, and um, they were pretty cool dudes. Like uh, we we were talking shit to each other, but more in a like a fun way, you know. Yeah. Um, Trey Mancini, uh, I believe it was the first game in the, it, it was the first game, but in the first inning, um, Raphael Devers, I think, um, the ball like came off his chest or something like that. And there were these two, uh, two, uh, two Oriole fans just sitting right in front of us. One of them was wearing a Chris Davis shirt and I forgot who, who the other one was wearing and I, they, they they screamed wheels because they were like wheels wheels so like every time there was like a play where like the Red Sox were safe and then like every time like the Orioles like didn't do something like didn't get on base or something like that I'd be like wheels <laughs> out in the game I shit you not dude these kids these two dudes were like cracking up the entire time it was fun um their names were Ali and Jason so I told them I'd give them a shout out on the show. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you, both of you. Uh, glad you guys had some fun. Uh, they said that out of all the teams they've uh, games they've been to, they said that the Red Sox were not as bad as they imagined, and it probably has to do with the fact that you know we suck right now. <laughs> yeah. Also, Boston sports fans are usually pretty good with uh with banter. You know, usually Unless- pretty good at not taking it too far. Unless unless you're the Yankees back in like the nineties, early two thousands. Oh yeah, you know seventies. Yeah, I I mean me myself, I've never been terrible to like uh, any of the other fans or whatnot. You know, I'll I'll talk shit. They'll talk shit. It is what it is. So um, it was great meeting you two. Uh, Hopefully one day I'll get down to Camden Yards and uh, we can grab some drinks or whatever. So that was really cool. yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about that about those two games. I mean, Saturdays, the first game was beautiful. The second game, I didn't think they were going to get it in. 
Um, but let's talk about Friday's game, which the Red Sox blew an 8-2 lead. Oh, fuck uh, me. And I watched every <laughs> inning. I watched every inning of that fucking garbage. Oh, my God. I think <sighs> – where did I go? I, I was out that night. I, I, I mean, I was listening to the game, but I was – I'm so happy I didn't watch that game. I'm so happy I didn't watch it on Apple TV because that was terrible. Oh, dude, the commentating, legendarily bad. I hate being like the guy that's like, oh, new broadcast is bad. It's shit. Terrible. But it's actually bad. It's actually really and, bad. They, and did they, you they, watch any of that game? Um, yeah, I watched it. I watched bits and pieces of it. I had some. Uh, I had a pretty busy weekend, so um, I wasn't able to catch that one, and I wasn't able to catch all of the uh, second part of the doubleheader. But you know, just going through it, turned it off. Whitlock was looking good through six innings, two runs. Um, my uh, guy, guy that I'm not a fan of pitching, Jake uh, Diekman, was coming in, so I said to myself, you know. I don't need this stress right now. I've got other stuff that I have to do, so I'm just going to turn it off and assume that uh, it's going to go fine. And, you know, Diekman gives up a three-run homer. Uh, my first, my sweet son, uh, Shriby, decides to give up his first earned runs of the season. And, uh, yeah, the pen can't uh, can't hold it down. Um, the only thing that I'll say with that is that when we've seen the pen blow leads this year, it's usually in, like, three to two games or two to one games or stuff yeah. like that. This was the first time we've seen a total just collapse of all parts of it at once, which, you know, happens. It happens to even the best of teams. I'm not sure that that would have been prevented by even having like a Craig Kimbrell or like a Kensley Jansen in position with the team. It's, it was just one of those things where everyone kind of as a unit fell apart. Uh, Everything that, that could not go make wrong. The, yeah. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, it was a real Murphy's Law game, exactly. Um, it was a real and, uh, trademark Phillies bullpen performance. Yeah, but that's, that's the Phillies. Yeah. And that's sort of the thing, though. Like, th- th- it, this isn't a Red Sox exclusive thing that happens. It happens at least once to every team all year. It's happened. We've seen meltdowns happen with the Red Sox bullpen, but not quite like this. So I think that it was extra jarring for that reason. And, you know, they've been hot, division rival. Um, and to their credit, they won. They didn't go on any losing streaks during this. They won games two and four. So, you know, a typical series it ends up being a split. Uh, I don't know. Should 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 have taken the series against the fucking Orioles. Um, the the, the, the <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what to say. It's like eight, I mean, I don't. You blew a fucking eight two lead. You gave up 10 runs from the yep. seventh inning on. And that's like, I think that part was probably like the part that pissed me off the most. I mean, like you gave up four fucking runs in the last inning. Like, yeah. come on. Yep. They that couldn't right even there, keep it a game. You, they couldn't, you couldn't even keep even, it a game. Nope. Nope. They shouldn't have had to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, Whitlock pitched six fucking innings. Yep. Just a, yeah, absolute waste of like, uh, just a great performance from him. I mean, one of the, he gave, one up of the two fucking, he gave up two fucking runs in six innings. These guys gave up 10 and fucking three. Should have just left yes. them out there. If you're going to fucking lose, let, let, let them lose. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. I mean, the and next was... day, the next day we get a fucking complete game by uh, Ivaldi, his first of his career. 
It's like, why couldn't we just let fucking <laughs> Whitlock? Oh my god, poor dude. Yeah. Have you noticed that every game he pitches badly and the Red Sox manage to win, and then every game that he gets uh, that he does well in, they they end up uh, not winning it? It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. I think there's been one game where he pitched really good and they won. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But it's still, that's it's fascinating and like the most disrespectful way possible. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, kids, you did good. We're going to fuck it up. Yeah. Here's Matt Barnes. Yeah, no, it's like the, uh, the at least you tried uh, from The Simpsons. Yes, exactly. God, one reason I love Whitlock is I just I love that he's just every pitch like he throws in he's ready to go immediately after. I wish he'd get some more confidence, some more dog in him. Where he I wanted to just be screaming at you to get the fuck in the box because it would just be really fun. <laughs> I, I don't want him anywhere near uh, Brazier. Like I don't want him doing anything like Brazier does. I don't care if it's get the fuck in the box or not. I don't, I don't know want when, him when um. When Whitlock's in proximity to the worst relievers on the Red Sox, he actually becomes better. Because <laughs> oh, Matt Hendry's taught him his changeup. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Like, so what are we going to get? Fucking Matt Barnes cha- uh, showing him how to throw curve? I oh, mean, man. wouldn't hurt. Knuckle curve for Whitlock would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Pretty I'd, like to see, I'd like to see, like, fucking Chris Sale show him how to throw a slider. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this is like uh, Hogdale. Like this is like some anime series where Whitlock's gonna like get everybody's special technique or something. Yes, exactly. Like, I, I, how, like the how strongest fucking, fighter. How fucking perfect would that be? Andreas's cur- uh, changeup, Matt Barnes' <laughs> yeah. fucking curveball, Chris Sale's slider, and, and it, like he takes a little bit of power away from each one of them. Too. <laughs> He's like, this is no longer your number one pitch. It's going to be mine. Oh, mine. He gets like Solomar's like 93 mile an hour splitter. Yeah. Like, oh, I took his talent. <laughs> he, he, he's going to grab, he's going to grab Rich Hill's fucking like his uh, drop down curveball. He's going to be like, I'm going to take this fucking sidearm curveball and make it, make the Matt Barnes knuckle curve be the, be the thing of the fucking beauty of the future. And, uh, yeah, fuck. I, I'd love it. Fucking clone like ten of him. We're fine. Was that the um the last series like uh where Rich Hill gave up like the the most meatballiest meatball of a curveball I've ever seen? Was that the last he, he gave up some fucking pretty uh pretty meatball uh hits tonight. It was the one where he did his sidearm curve, but it completely hung up over the plate. It looked like it was like a slow pitch softball, like fucking. <laughs> you know what was weird is velocity. He was hitting ninety on his fastball, so at least I don't think it's like a health thing, which is good. It's just like you, stuff you know, just isn't th- there. If you th- if you're throwing that many pitches in the sixties, low seventies, and there's anything off with them, they're gonna hit it really far, and that's that's what's been happening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a bummer to see our boy Dick Mountain struggle. Mm. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, his, his, he wasn't. He was not good at all, all tonight. From the from the first no. first pitch on, fucking was what was it? I don't know what that was. Is that was that <laughs> one you had? No, no, I don't know what that was. See, my my phone isn't even on the table. The fuck was that vibration? Yeah, not on mine I th- either. I, I think it was a car. Jesus. Like before I'm getting whatever. carjacked, I didn't even realize it. No, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I bet Sapphire would fucking... Oh, yeah, she'd be fucking freaking the fuck out. Wouldn't you, Saf? She's like, fuck off. Pretty much. Yeah, like so, she's... yeah, the Sox ended up losing a game. You can't blame any of that on the fucking offense either. Eight runs, oh, a six-run yeah. uh, difference should be able to fucking get you through. Um, we got home runs from Bogey. Uh, that was it. Jeez, it feels like it was like forever ago, you know, with it being on Friday. Um, I will say that Cordero has been looking fucking awesome. Like, I know we keep, I, I, I've been bringing it up a lot lately. Um, as you know, I'm a huge Cordero fan, but uh, he, he looks way more comfortable. Um, he looks a lot better. Than he uh, way better than he did last year, and uh, that home run that he hit yesterday, 448 feet. <laughs> uh, literally, the lo- it's the longest home run anybody on the Red Sox has hit all season. And last year he hit one, I believe it was 472. Yeah, yep. that one in Philly. Like I believe that one was like 119 off the bat too. I just love watching that one because Christian Vasquez. Have you? Do you remember what Christian Vasquez looked like when he when he hit that? It was literally his hands on his head, like it's like <laughs> I didn't know a human could hit a baseball that far, right? Like you want to talk about moon bombs? That that thing was a fucking blast. And the fucking Maz is just like holy shit. I want to like I want to see a replay on that. Like, I need to see that. Like, he didn't just hit it. He didn't hit a dink. Uh, uh, Maz actually impressed me this, uh, this, uh, the past two games. I, I did not hate him. I enjoyed him actually the, uh, the past two days. He's fine. He's yeah, fine. He's de- he, he definitely is fine. Um, but going back to that, uh, the game four that wasn't part of the doubleheader, they hit a lot of moonshots. That was like five of uh, five out of the nine starters hit home runs, and they were none of them were cheapies. Like the Arroyo yeah, one wasn't. Kike hit one a million miles an hour. My my favorite one, like of course I love Cordero's, but my favorite one was Arroyo's because he literally he swung the bat, dropped the bat, and just ran to first. He didn't like look <laughs> at it or anything. He's just like, yep, that's God. You know, that, that was literally my favorite home run. But, yeah, you had Arroyo, Devers, um, Cordero. Um, Kike. Kike. Who else was? Bobby. Yeah, Bobby dropped yeah. some dick. Yeah, Bobby definitely dropped a dick. He, he was like, here. 
bitch. You did it twice, actually. You got to see him do it at one of the games. Holy shit, dude. Like, so that home run, I didn't think was going to be a home run. I thought it was going to be just a fly out to right field. The way, Because the way the, the, the launch angle on it, it, it just didn't seem like he was going to have far, far enough. Like the guy that I was sitting next to, I was like, nah, that's not out. That's going to be an out. And it wasn't just a home run, like into the bullpen. It was over the bullpen. <laughs> I was just, I was like, holy shit. Let me, uh, let me pull that way. And the cool thing about that one was it was actually a, uh, a pinch hit home run. Yep. Casual pitch, pinch hit tank over the bullpen. You know, nothing to see here. It's so fun with him and uh, Franchi. Not all the time because there's obviously a lot of swing and miss for both of them, especially Dalbeck. But they're both just so friggin' physically strong that like any pop up for them could make it out of the park. It's kind of it's kind of a blast to watch when they're making contact. Oh yeah, I mean if they make if they make contact, it's uh. It's going a little ways. Uh, so he got his home run off of Keegan Aikens. Yeah, and it was at 28 degrees. It went 397 feet. So the bullpen's 380. So, I, I mean, it went over it. Um, they said that it went to center, right center field. I, I don't know. Whatever. It went over the bullpen. That's all I fucking know. So, yeah. That, it was it was fun to watch it. Um, second game, fun, definitely fun. Watching Evaldi uh, pitch his very first uh, his co- first career complete game. Uh, that was fun to watch. I didn't know about it uh, until after I I believe like after we like had to leave. I still hate that. You know, you have tickets to the two games and one. Also, I do have to make – I have a complaint. I have a complaint with Fenway. Um, oh, every year I've gone to Fenway, I've been able to bring a drawstring bag uh, so that, like, I can – whenever I get, like, merch or whatever, I can throw it in my bag and walk around with it. Or, like, I bring, like, a, 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 a battery pack with me so that my phone, I can charge my phone and stuff. Um, and with this game, I knew that there was a chance for rain. So I brought like poncho and I also brought my hoodie just in case. And then I get there and they're like, no drawstring bags. And I'm just like, what? Like, when did that start happening? Cause like earlier this year, when I went, when I went to opening day, I was able to go, go in with my drawstring bag and they were like, no drawstring bags anymore. Um, this, that, the other thing, there was like a big billboard there that said, you know, these are things that we do not allow in Fenway anymore, and joshing bags were one of them. I was just like, they're like, oh, you could go drop your bag, you could go drop your bag off at your car. I'm like, bro, my car is like on the other side of the city. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 there's a parking lot that or a parking garage that I go to that charges ten dollars, and I'm, I'm like, I rather pay ten bucks and thir- and walk like a couple miles than having to pay like forty dollars. Uh, and, and like be stuck in traffic, you know. So like, there's no way I can do that. And they're like, "Oh, there's lockers over here," and I was like, "Fuck me! I guess I gotta go to a, I gotta go drop my bag off in a locker." So, lo and behold, uh, you know, first game, perfect, whatever. I'm walking around with this freaking huge battery pack, um, in, for my phone, and then 
game one ends. So I'm like, whatever. I go over, I grab, I go over to uh, the house of blues and grab something to eat. And as I'm eating, it starts fucking downpouring. You know what would have been great? My fucking poncho. So I'm like, well, now I got to go buy a fucking poncho because my, my, my bag is like down the street at a locker. And I, I was just, I was not happy about that. I thought that that was stupid. But I guess you'll just, uh, uh, just buy a purse, bro. I can't stop me from bringing a purse. <laughs> I'm going to bring a fanny pack, see if they say anything. I dig it. I dig it. That's how Big Poncho's making all of their money, though. You know, someone's got to stand up to Big Poncho. You know, yeah. in all honesty, like, if I would have walked maybe about, like, a like. If I was able to walk like five minutes in the rain, I probably would have been able to go get my poncho. But I was just like, nah, I'll just go to the souvenir store and grab like it. And, and it's not like the ponchos are cheap either. They're fucking 10 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, I bought my ponchos for a dollar. They don't stink. They're just inconsistent. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, the fact the fact of the matter is, we're all getting fucking annoyed by this. Yeah, I'm getting. You know, I'll tell you what I'm uh, getting annoyed about, and it was the uh, what I what I put in annoyed Ed under uh, for my name today. It wasn't because they lost the series. It was because you have a lot of people that are kind of like running around like chickens with their heads cut off, trying to blame the issues on just a myriad of different things. Like, and it, it it's just kind of frustrating because we've seen the team play really, really badly, and we've also seen the pl- seen the team play really, really well. And at some point, that's going to balance out, and we're going to see what this team really is. We're at Memorial Day, and they're three games under 500. They're four games out of a playoff spot. That's, you know, considering where they were at the end of April, it could be a lot worse than that. Um, so my, I, I, you know, I want to see how June plays out before I get too down on the hitting coach or the GM or any of that stuff. I know I say, like, Memorial Day is when you really know if they're out of it, but, you know, three games under 500, extra playoff spot. There's still we've got seventy percent of our games left to play. You know we're forty nine games in. It's still a lot of time. Yeah, they're very not out of it. There's still plenty in it. So I've heard. A, so I don't mean to change the subject. I heard a lot about this fucking robbery, um, home run what? robbery by Eli Look. White. Yeah, let me see. What about it? So it's like an actual robbery. I'm like, watching it. Happened. Holy shit. What a catch. Wow. Let's try, yeah, a, try that wait, again. There we go. Okay, so that's... Oh, I like Cho. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, dude. And he that's just lands wild. on his feet like that, too. Wow. I'm the hitter. I'm so mad. Holy wow. Fuck. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> Like I heard, I've I've heard a lot about that today, and I was just like, I, 
I, I just pulled up something. I just pulled up MLB.com and I saw that. And I was like, oh, I got to pull this up and try and watch this. Like, holy shit, dude. That was, that was a robbery. Indeed. Robbery in half. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Also, hey, another cool thing. Uh, I got I got to actually meet Rob Bradford for the first time. Um, he he looks a lot different in person, in my opinion. Does he? Yeah, he seems he seems taller and lankier. You know, like not it, it like not. I don't know if lanky would be like the uh, appropriate way to describe him. It's like I just didn't think he was that that tiny of a person, like. I didn't think he was so. He, he's skinny. He's a lot skinnier than I thought he was. So, I was gonna say, like, what were you saying? You're saying the 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 makeup carries him, like on the radio and TV. Like, wow, it's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked say, up, Brad. I'm not saying he's fat, <laughs> but no, he he was pretty cool. Um, I just I went up to the Nesson studio just to see who was up there, and whatnot, and I saw that he was up there, and I I wasn't like hanging out or whatever, trying to get his attention or anything. I was sitting up there. Just enjoying the view, whatever. And um, he, he came out and he was just like, hey, man, uh, how you doing? Like, just ran, it just came up to me and whatnot. And it was pretty cool. Was, uh, we talked for about 15 minutes and uh, uh, he was real cool about it. And, you know, I just said, if you guys need anything, let me know. And uh, that's sick. Yeah, he seems like a really personable guy from every interaction I've had on like Twitter with him. He's he's really cool. Uh, he explained that he's doing the uh, he's doing a book with Joe Kelly, um, which is pretty hey. cool. Um, the baseball isn't boring thing. That's uh, that's him and Joe Kelly. Uh, he went out to Chicago and he did a he did a radio uh, thing with him and uh, and Bradford was in the producers booth or whatever. And Joe Kelly within like three minutes dropped like four f bombs or something <laughs> like that. I was like, man, you kind of got to expect that because, you know, it's Joe Kelly. He, you know, he, you're going to get you're going to get something like that from him. He was like, yep, definitely going to get that. <laughs> like, yeah, you think Joe Kelly talks like a normal person? This is the same guy who fucking, like, completely, uh, I don't even know what the word is, completely showed up Carlos Correa, like, in that, uh, when he was at the top. I'm... I, I, I would I would honestly be more uh, who was the person he threw out at second uh, when he like threw his arms up like what are you doing <laughs> was it Aaron Hicks yeah it was the uh, might have been. it was that was funny I always um, always remember that nice swing bitch <laughs> 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 fucking Korea it's so good and then went on to win the World Series. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. 
click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Fucking legend. I love Joe Kelly. Who doesn't love Joe Kelly? Joe Kelly? Yeah, like, okay, what is your favorite Joe Kelly moment? Is it the uh, Carlos Correa interaction? Is nope. it uh, the fact that he like was like, what the hell are you doing to the Yankee nope. guy trying to steal from second? Or was it when he, uh, Joe Kelly Fight Club? Joe Kelly Fight Club, and I'll yeah, tell you why. I was, I was at that game, so uh, just yeah, that awesome. uh, makes it that much uh, better. And he, like, like left out of that conversation is how badly he kicked Tyler Austin's ass. Oh, 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 hold, hold on a second. So, uh, were you expecting me not to say that one, Ed? I wasn't sure if that was going to You were like 50 50 on that one, right? I was just shaking my head, like, maybe he's going to forget about that. You were 50 50. No, I'm totally on board with the Joe Kelly Fight Club (laughs) over everything. Simply because because it was while he was with the Red Sox. So, yeah, the pouty lip is iconic, though. Like that. Oh, yeah. The shoes. Yeah, it, it, it became a gift. Is it GIF? Which which is it? I, I say GIF. I say GIF. Yeah, I mean, I think people who say GIF might be terrorists. I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest here. It's not. It's not. It's graphics, not graphics. Come on, it, <laughs> it, it, it actually says when I Google it, it's pronounced GIF. Yeah, the creator says it's pronounced GIF, like the peanut butter, and the creator's fucking wrong. It's graphics interchange format. G-I-F graphics interchange for that graphics. Shut the fuck I think up. The, the creator's a terrorist. That's what this all that's what this really comes down to. Code R FBI investigate this. <laughs> oh my Hold god. On. It's, it's, it says the creator of GIF image format, Steve Wihiat or whatever of CompuServe. When deciding on the pronunciation, said he deliberately chose to echo the American peanut butter grid, Jeff. <laughs> no, no. So, so he not. based it off of oh, because he likes peanut butter, basically. And CompuServe employees over- would often say, "Choosy developers choose." Choosy, <laughs> choosy <laughs> developers choose Jeff. Playing off of Jeff's television commercial. Did a fucking golden oh, retriever like do this? Like, oh, dude, I just love peanut butter. I just gotta it, let this be known. It, sorry, it's it's Jolden retriever. Jolden retriever, exactly. Jolden retriever. So tired of this <laughs> shit, dude. The creators. Yeah. I'm just thinking of. I'm just thinking of giraffes, and I like. I'm assuming this was yeah. like some like 1999 Toys R Us teach kids how to use computers classes. Uh, I don't know if the your Toys R Us isn't a thing anymore. I don't think you tell the creator of a uh, GIF that like uh, it's pronounced the way it is. He's like, "I'm joining to kill you." <laughs> it was created in it. 1987. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I wonder how many fucking megabytes that was. <laughs> Who even knows? Uh, what's your favorite GIF? Oh, I'm, my favorite. You you go first, Ed. I got to think for a second. I've got to think for a second on that too. What do I use a lot from there? I, I think the I think the Homer Simpson one where he's like going back into the bush is probably one of the best ones. That's a. Re- I was honestly that was the first thing that came into my mind when you said that. I'm trying to think though. Like, what was the last one I used? I'm like gonna go and. 
One of my favorites uh, is the one where it's the emoji where he's like, and he, it, he, it's like he gets Thanos snapped away, where he's like fades. He's like, ah! <laughs> oh no, I like the Obi Wan Kenobi hello there one. That's a pretty good one. That's really good as well. Yeah. Or, or, or stop it. He, he's already stop dead. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do use that one a lot. That's fair. That was pretty funny. Also, a fair of Judge Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame saying, "How dare you defy me?" I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, uh, it's just I, I I say that a lot for somebody that wasn't born in like the 1600s, so you know I like relate to that one a bit. The other one I like using is the Mark Wahlberg one, where it's stop it, stop <laughs> it, stop it. I like the that one was... where um it's Elmo in Hell, where it's like Elmo, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, yeah, that's <laughs> That's an amazing one. That's your favorite, Jeff? Shut up. <laughs> hey, that shirt that you're wearing, it says original Jengster on it. I fucking hate you. Hodgedale. Hodgedale. Dramps. <laughs> I hate all of you. Yeah, that's my name. Dramps. Dramps. Yeah. Dramp. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> So why are you annoyed, Hogdale? Why am I annoyed, man? Because these Red Sox are just too fucking inconsistent, dude. Uh, it just seems like the second the bats start picking it back up, uh, the bullpen shit the bed, so that's pretty cool. And then, you know, randomly uh, sprinkle in a few hitting disaster classes like today. It's just, uh, it's frustrating. I mean, this team can be really, really good if they play to their potential. It's just a matter of if they actually will. You know, something that's kind of wild, um, after how badly everybody was hitting that first month, um, when you look at what the offense is doing now, um, I have this, I wrote this down a little bit. Hang on a second. Um, they are currently, they have the fourth highest OPS in all of baseball and the third highest uh, batting average and slugging percentage in all of baseball and the 10th highest on base percentage. Consider- and they the league runs. Yeah. Like, it's it, insane. It, it, but do you remember that period of time when they were losing every game like 2-1, 3-2, 1-0? And that they're oh, yeah. putting up that kind of numbers now? It's kind of just like, what, what's, what is going on here, you know? All right, All right. Let's, uh, let's kind of go. So the Red Sox are uh, fifth with runs. Yep. They are second in hits. They are first in doubles. Yep. So the Red Sox have 119 doubles. Can you guess how many the second place the second place team has for doubles? 96. 85. Ed was close. It's 95, and it's the Dodgers. Uh, but uh, triples, actually, doubles don't matter. Didn't you listen to the Apple broadcast? Actually, doubles don't matter. Come on, I, let's get to the other did, team. Did, did, did uh, you, I will. Didn't you hear me? Yeah, I didn't watch the f- Ed's about to fucking like go oh, oh, I will not accept this Jackie Bradley Jr. slander. I will not accept yeah. it. Sentient doubles machine Jackie Bradley Jr. Well, one of the other uh, God tier takes that the Apple broadcast has is uh, does leading the league in doubles actually matter? That was one. And also that David Ortiz only was exclusively a slugger and like that's where all of his value was. You know, ignoring the fact that he was, you know, always walked a ton. And you know, just in general, wow. hit plenty Red, of singles. The Red, as well, Sox, I mean. the Red Sox are in thirteenth with home runs with forty three. Uh, RBIs, 
They're Ribbons. third with 228. Oh, this one's going to be fun to look up. This is not good. <laughs> oh, no. They are 24th for uh, walks. You yeah, don't love that. Wow, I, I actually don't mind that. They don't strike out as many as all these other teams do. Uh, they're 19th. Stolen bases. <laughs> Can you guess what place they are in stolen bases? 22nd. 27. Um, Trevor Story aver- single-handedly putting them on this back. Average in third. On-base percentage. Wow. Uh, tenth. So they're in the top ten for that. Slugging. You know, everything Ed said. Third. OPS. So. They, they it's, hit it's good. Nice. It, 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 <laughs> That does look good. It's about uh, our, our pitching. Let's see. What's our ERA for pitching? The best ever. No, that is well, certainly not for the bullpen. Yeah. Our yeah, so we is 19. We're, we're at 403. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Could definitely you know be better. Tonight? You know what the most frustrating thing about that first game loss was for me? It was that it was even the reliable relievers were getting hit hard. Like um, Strom got annihilated. Schreiber got annihilated. And it was just, you know, there was no, I think uh, uh, Big Fudge is the only one that uh, got out of that unscathed because I don't think he pitched in it. But I might, yeah. I might even be wrong about that. I, I think you're right. I don't think he did pitch. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was that was that was brutal. And now Strom's uh, got COVID or something. So. No, he did not test positive for COVID. Uh, he has symptoms, so okay. he's on the COVID. You know, he could test out. So, well, hopefully that happens sooner rather than later. Because that game aside, he has been pretty good this year. It's easy to just go into depressed mode, but he has been pretty good. No, you're right. He has been. He's been one of our most reliable um, pitchers out of the bullpen, and it's nice. You know what really does suck? Um, they they op they they optioned um, Salamora, which I was talking to. Um, was I think it was Boston Strong? Uh, they don't normally like option players that come over from Japan. Because it's yeah. typically like in their contract, you know. Yeah. Like they're they're up for a re- they're there for a reason. Yeah. So seeing him get optioned was like that was kind of a surprise to me. Especially when Ryan Brazier and Matt Barnes are both on the team. Well, Ryan so. Brazier was uh, optioned as well, and then they brought him back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah, he had two appearances at Triple uh, A. You know, he did fine because he always does kind of okay there. And he had, it's not like, it, you know, the, it, I, I don't know how much the issue with him is mechanical. I think it's just that big league hitters hit him very hard this year. It's just something, you know, it, it is what it is. He's gotten older. He's lost a little bit of velocity. I, I don't do, know why Barnes is still on the team. I do think that uh, Brazier's uh, situation might have, to, it might stem back to, um, him getting hit in the head last year. I, I really, I think yeah. that 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 has something to do with it. I mean, he's leaving a lot of balls right down the middle. Uh, like you said, there's no reason why Matt Matt Barnes is still on this team. Um, we were talking about it in the last episode with Doink and, and, and Brady. 
I honestly oh, Brady Brady said something negative about Matt Barnes. Brady Brady, Brady talked uh, talked shit about Matt Barnes. I, all three of us were. <laughs> I, I like all that the only um, the only explanation for Ryan Brazier's terrible performance is he's clearly he's clearly has brain damage. <laughs> he's just terrible. <laughs> I, I I do I do feel like uh, the the effect of the ball hitting him in the head. Um, might uh, what is it? PD, uh, PTSD. PTSD. You know, so like he's trying to like keep away from you know from that type of situation. It's kind of the same thing that happens with, when someone gets uh, clocked in the head with a fastball. You know, yeah. oh that, yeah, that shit. That shit scares the shit out of you for forever. Like, imagine if Stanton got hit in the face again. You know, like like he's the reason why they have those fucking ear flaps now. Bryce Harper during his um his MVP season, he like broke down talking about coming back after getting hit in the head and how like hard it was for him to readjust. Yeah, it like, sucks, dude. Like I couldn't imagine, I could not imagine getting hit by a fucking ninety something mile per hour fastball. It's definitely not yeah. good for your head to be hit in the head with a ninety something mile per hour fastball. Nope, no, it's not. Go ahead, Ed. The one thing that I, uh, the one question I have with that is, didn't he pitch pretty well after he came back from that? I remember the stretch run in September he pit, when he was he throwing like four okay. games in a row. He pitched okay yeah. in September. Um, I still like. I still feel like there's still something there. I, I think. I think. You know. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I hope so. I hope so. He's. He's done good things for them before. No one will ever not appreciate 2018 and what he did. Uh, what he did that year. What he did to Sanchez. Yeah. Of course. Before getting taken deep. Well, he was still re- he was still one of their better pitchers that year. Oh, they're showing that. They're showing that catch again. They're showing. Oh wow. oh wow. It's really good. You got Nesson on too. Yeah, you're watching it on Nesson. Yep. Yeah, yep. that shit was fucking crazy, dude. Um. Yeah, I liked Brazier in 18. Uh, I didn't hate him in 19. Um, I didn't. I, I still don't actually hate him. I just, I want him to do better. Barnes, on the other hand, is just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I, I really feel like the other night I should have been, I should have pulled Heim to the side and been like, hey, dude. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Got to talk to you. Um, can we do something about Barnes? Can you just eat that contract? Like, just just do that for us. Just, everybody I mean, in the world would love you for that. 
here's the thing that I'm wondering with Barnes. They keep talking about all this work that's going on behind the scenes with him. And I just want to know what the heck, like, could they go into a little more detail with that? Like, what is this work that they're putting in? Wait, wait, wait. What's going What's, on in the lab? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, just some kind of update. What are they trying to fix for him? Is it like, can they not talk about it because he's like tipping his pitches or it's something with deception or like, what, what is it? What are they working on? Obviously, all I'm saying is the, nothing. The Red Sox cheating lab just isn't up to snuff. I mean, it really isn't. I mean, if if Matt Barnes was a Tampa Bay Ray, his ERA would be like 0.9 right now. Or if he was like a giant, you know, like genuinely like it's disgusting that the cheating lab has been neglected for this long and uh, Bloom should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey man, they were under some heat. They had to they had to take the, the, the cheating lab underground and it's a lot harder <laughs> yeah. to uh to do these things without that guy, you know. Yeah. I will, so I didn't I didn't actually talk about this. I got to meet Heim. Yeah, I was gonna I, say I, I saw that picture of you with him. Uh it was it was probably one of the cooler things um that I've got to, I've met Heim, I met Schreiber. It, it was fucking hilarious when Schreiber came out. All the kids were like, story, story. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no. I'm like, fuck you, kid. Like, <laughs> there was a Please few tell things. Me you where, like, hey, Schreiber, dude. I, I, I did. I did. I did. I was like, good. Hey, Schreiber. And he just like looked up. He like left. And like, I walked over like towards him. I'm like, hey, man, can I get a pick? And he was just like, he, he, he like threw stuff in his truck. He came over. Uh, there were some kids with some baseball cards. Um, I think I've seen them like every time, every game I've gone to. And uh, they have like binders full of baseball yeah. cards and stuff. And they go over there and I was like, like hey, uh, sign their baseball cards first. I'll take the picture last, whatever. And uh, we took the picture. I was like, uh, dude, you're fucking full. You're fucking nails in the fucking pen. Love you there. Um, you know, good year so far. And then... Um, Bloom Bloom comes out. This one was fucking hilarious. Like this story was fucking hilarious. There is this one fucking guy. He was saying he goes, uh, oh yeah, this is this is uh Cham Bloom. Um he's he's <laughs> the on, owner man. of the he's the owner of the Red Sox. And I just like <laughs> looked at him. I I like looked at him, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, he is not the owner. He was like <laughs> Here's, and uh, I go. He's the Dies president of baseball. I I go. He's the president of baseball operations. You know, like me being the guy that has to correct everybody who's fucking wrong, right? <laughs> and um, Jesus Christ. And he he was like, oh okay, you know whatever. And then then he was like, he's the one that signed JD Martinez. I'm like, what? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like stop fucking lying. Like I started raising my voice a little bit. And he's like, listen here, buddy. I'm just trying to make my girlfriend feel better. I'm like, is that what you do? You just lie to your girlfriend to make her feel better? And he was Damn, fucking come at this man's whole existence, Brad. Jesus. <laughs> like, what? dude, there's other people that were around that I'm just like, don't fucking lie. You're just lying. Yeah. That's exactly what he was doing. He was like, I'm just trying to make my girlfriend feel better. And I'm like, bro, if this is how you make your girlfriend feel better, she needs somebody better. Like, all you're doing is lying to her. And, like, he, like, raised his voice. And I'm like, all right, dude. Keep lying to your girlfriend just to make her feel better. He signed J.D. Marquis. Like, you're like, Dave? Where's Dave at? Dave? (laughs) You're you're hiding? (laughs) And um, there there was two other things that I fucking, like, laughed at. Um, One of them wasn't a laughing 
whatever a laughing point but um so obviously was, i went to the game that was the double header and there was some lady outside all these kids are out there and every time i go there i don't normally see these see the players coming up and like giving the photographs and autographs and whatever there's this lady she was like she was re- let's let's name her karen um because she so she goes up to Hein Bloom and she's like, You should tell your players they should come out and sign autographs for these kids. And he looks at her and he was like, Man, you know, they're probably really, really tired and trying to get home. Uh, they just played a double header, and you know, they're usually there like pretty early when it's a double, like, especially when it's like a one o'clock game, they're usually there like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, and then. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, I got, I got to, I got to talk to him and some lady was, uh, some lady came over and talked to him and was like, don't trade Xander. And he just looks over and he goes, don't believe everything you hear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brad, that just made, you just made my night. Was he, uh, was he? Can I ask you where you were doing this, by the way? Like, cause, um, like, how I'll, were you able to get this close to everybody? I'll, I'll tell you off, off here. Okay, gotcha. So good deal. Uh, but um, Bob, Bob ended up giving some, uh, some, some little girl like his batting gloves, Aww, and that was guy. cool. Um, that that was before like uh, he scurried off. Um, people were yelling for Franchi though. People were oh, yelling yeah, for Franchi. Let's they wanted go. Franchi to come over and take pictures and, and sign autographs and whatnot. And uh, he was hanging out with Phillips Valdez. And um, this, this one girl kept saying Val, Val. And I was like, who the fuck is Val? And then, like, I I realized he was over there. And I was like, oh, Valdez. Okay. Like, it, it took me a minute to fucking figure it out. But um, Franchi, Franchi drives a, uh, a scoop. Oh, and, and Strom Stromboli, which I found out was the nickname from uh, while <laughs> we were away. He rides a fucking scooter too. Ha! That's I can't imagine Franchi on a scooter. He just like he's like so big. It's like imagining yeah. like uh, it's like imagining a grown man riding a tricycle. You know? Yeah, it, it was uh, it was kind of funny. So, uh, do you gentlemen have anything else that you'd like to discuss or talk about? Actually, yeah, I've got a couple of uh, questions for you guys because um, okay. we did, there's one thing that we didn't talk about, and that's the major league debut of Josh Winkowski. That is true. You are correct. We did not mention Josh Winkowski, and I am sorry about that. Uh, so I actually originally was going to go to just that game on Saturday because I wanted to see Josh Winkowski make his debut. <laughs> And it took me up until like the morning of the doubleheader to be like, I'm going to go to both games. Fuck it. You know? And I'm glad I did because I got to see Nate throw a complete game. Yeah. It was cool seeing Winkowski. Um, unfortunately, he didn't last. I think he was, what, two or three innings? Yeah, I think he got through the first two and then he gave up like a three run homer or something like that. I think it was to Odor. Yeah. Oof. But um, what was your impression of uh, seeing it, seeing him pitch left? Because it's so different when you're there versus like on the, so, on the TV. So it's it's kind of hard to have an impression because of where I was sitting, I was over next to uh, the Pesky Pole, 
Um, we had somebody complain about the fact that I went to a game earlier this year and I was nowhere near the pesky pole. So I made sure that both games <laughs> I went to, I sat next to the pesky pole. Thank you. Whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't all, it wasn't all that bad. Um, it was, it was fun because it was his debut. Um, but it, it wasn't, I wasn't discouraged because I've seen, I've seen him pitch. Um, I believe I saw him pitch for Portland and I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset with what happened. It, it's bound to happen. You're going to have a bad start. And it, it was kind of expected um, with the way that this team has been playing. So, but um, just being able to be there for someone's debut. I mean, like that's another thing I can check off my bucket list. Uh, this year and i've luckily have been able to check off multiple things uh this year um opening day jackie robinson day uh another double header um seeing a i saw a complete game i saw i, I saw uh, someone make their mlb debut i mean i had a couple good things this year so far mm-hmm. so I, I i'm not just dis- i'm not disappointed uh, in the way that he pitched, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. I got really good setup man reliever vibes from him. I don't know if his stuff is strong enough to last as a starter, but I really like, he can dial that fastball up to 99 when he's, uh, when he really pulls back with it. He was doing that in the Arizona fall league and his, he looked, you know, he looked like he belonged. So I think that we're going to see some more of him in the majors, maybe not as a starter, but um, I think they could end up, you know, if they do give up at on Barnes or Brazier, or one of those guys at some point, he's could be one of the first people we see uh, replacing him there. But I, uh, it's always cool being at the first game like that too. Like I'm, if Brian Bello gets, gets to pitch at Fenway for his first game, I might see if I can get tickets for that just because that would be, that would be really cool. I'd be happy to see Winkowski go into the, the pen because this team desperately needs back-end bullpen relievers. Just so desperately. So We've, we've got a few people that can be back-end pen. Uh, we also had, uh, what's his name, uh, Walters. He got he ended yep. up getting uh, promoted to AAA. It seems like all the guys that we want to see are actually getting promoted to AAA, and it seems like that's yep. the next step before they're going to end up making – their MLB debut, which it hasn't always been that way. It, it sometimes it's been, hey, double A, then skip. Yeah, you know. Um, but it seems like we're doing the right thing by making these guys go up to Triple A and uh, uh, face a little bit better hitting. Yep. And uh, I really want to see psychotic uh, Brandon Walters. <laughs> yeah, there are right now guys who have gotten called up from Double A AA to Triple A. Um, They've been all pitchers. Uh, so we've seen uh, Brian Bellows now made three starts there, and he's looked pretty good at all of them. Um, Isn't he averaging like seven strikeouts a game? Yeah, he struck out 10 in the first two games, and then he struck out six uh, in this game. I think it was yesterday. But um, we've seen him. A.J. Politi, a reliever, got called up there. Frank German's been called up, and he's had three appearances, hasn't allowed a run yet. Um, and now, you know, Walter's the next one, and uh, we could be, depending on how things go there, we could see Chris Murphy move up or change. I, I, I just want to say one thing. Uh, friend of the pod, Lenny DiNardo, looks fucking handsome as shit. 
I, I, I'm, but I will say this: I'm really disappointed in the fact that he went to yesterday and today's game, and he was on the air for those two games, and he wasn't at any of the games on Saturday. Oh, that's very uh, disappointed. In that's that. disappointing. But um, very handsome. You know who? Um, actually, if we're talking about friends of the show, um, I, I give you an update on how our three uh, our three guys are doing uh, statistically, and some of them are let's, actually uh, performing. Let's, let's uh, what is going on with Brian Van Bell? Uh, we haven't mentioned him. So Brian Van Bell had just not a good start to the season. That's that's being kindly of it. Um, he was just kind of giving up a lot of runs, pitching a decent amount of innings, but giving up a lot of runs, but, um, in the last month, he's, especially his last few starts, he's been a lot better. He actually, um, he ended up losing out on the pitcher of the week for Sox prospects to Walter, but he was one of our four finalists for it. Um, let me just get the numbers up. Cause like he had a very good week, uh, this week. Um, it was, here we go. He pitched uh, 10 innings, gave up water and run, struck out eight ERA 0. 0.90. Um, Walked one, um, so he's starting to get his stuff together. They're using him as a relief, as um, a bulk reliever more recently. So somebody like Shugart, I'll or not Shugart, but um, uh, God, what's his name? Brendan Salucci will pitch the first two innings. Um, ben Bell's pitched anywhere from five to seven innings, so he's he's looked better. Nice, and uh, Sogart's hitting. He's hitting like uh, two ninety three eighty on base percentage Colcottoms uh got nine doubles hitting about 265 so you know if you go on the show good things will happen to you eventually that's all I'm saying true all right, all right gents uh anything else your mother M- my mom's dead that's not Hog- nice Hogdale's mother woo Thanks for watching. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pesky Report. Make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.